So today we're going to talk about retirement savings. We're going to talk about a few different things about retirement savings. Um, what kind of retirement savings? What should you be doing for retirement? When should you start, start saving? Um, what kind of plans there are? And those type of things. So the first thing that I would like to say is if you are an employee of a company and that company has a 401k and the company matches a certain percent of that 401k, you need to take advantage of that. That is free money on the table. Just spoke to a client today and she didn't even know that her company had a, um, a retirement um, savings account and whether they match or not. So that's one of the things you need to look at when you are looking for your job. You need That's part of your financial package. You need part of your benefit package. You need to find out if they have retirement, what kind of 401k and how much they're ma matching. That is a 101 of part of your package when you are looking for a job and your salary is an added benefit to your salary. So it's free money. So for example, um, my husband's company matches up to 5% of his salary. So let's just say 5% of his salary is $5,000. I'd like to put in for him to put in $5,000. The company will put in $5,000 and he now has $10,000 in his retirement account. So it's an incentive that the company are giving to their employees to make sure that they are putting in um, saving for retirement. So it's one of the best benefits to, to work with. You have companies have different options, so every company is different, so you just need to know what your company is offering. Then there are traditional IRAs. Traditional IRAs are usually... Um, Depending on how old you are for 2022, you still have time to contribute to a traditional IRA. So let's just say you owe tax and you don't have retirement right now. Uh, you can still put up to $6,000 in a traditional IRA until April 18th and be able to deduct that on your 2022 tax return. So that's very important for you to think about um, if, you, if, if that's something that is an option for you. It's uh, under 50. If you're under 50 years of age, you can do $6,000. If you're over 50 years of age, you can do $7,000. Then there's also Roth IRAs. Now, the, the, the Roth IRA is actually an excellent um, avenue for people who are just starting out. Because if you're in a lower tax bracket when you start out, a Roth IRA is not deductible on your tax return, but the, you, the, you contributed post-tax, but it grows tax-free. So that means if you contribute $6,000 today, and in 10 years from now, that $6,000 is $50,000, you will be able to take that money out tax-free. You will not be taxed on that money. Of course, all of these accounts have different rules that you need to look into that we can discuss at a later date, but those are your three major options when it comes to um, individual retirements. For businesses, there's also um, simple IRAs, 401ks for the business itself, SEP IRAs for individuals, with, within a business or seven IRAs are self-employment IRAs and there's also limits to that. So those are all some of the ways that you think about retirement, retirement savings. When should you start saving for retirement? As soon as possible. Soon as my son got a job, 
I had him contribute some money to a Roth IRA to put in the market, to start thinking. I even had him learn a little bit about investing and do a self-directed IRA. So it's a couple of thousand dollars and he can also learn about the stock market and what's happening and how he can invest and things like that. So it's a, it's a good introduction for you young people to start thinking whether they want to um, put it in a, a, a regular IRA and have somebody manage it for you, Roth or regular, or do a self-directed where one of the um, companies will be able to put it in an IRA for you and you can choose the stocks, bonds, or securities that you want to invest in, depending on how um, investment savvy you are. So those, th those are basically a nutshell of what kind of accounts. Of course, there's an endless list and we can continue. So we try to think of different ages where you should be putting in different money at different times. So they're saying that Fidelity recommends that if you, you should save 10 times your salary, your annual salary by age 67. So, you know, there are certain benchmarks by, by age 30, you should be saving the equivalent of your salary. By age 50, you should be saving six times of your salary. By age 67, you should be saving 10 times of your salary. So those are some of the things that are recommended by brokerage houses out, outside in terms of um, savings for retirements. But it all depends on you know, what your risk tolerance are when you're coming into the market and that type of things. For instance, if we look at a case where a man or a woman is 45 years old, who's planning to retire at 67 with the average lifestyle, with his average lifestyle, the average lifestyle, he might set a target retirement savings for four times the salary, but changing the retirement age from 67, 65 to 67, you have to factor in different things. So you might have to do six times the salary instead of four times the salary. Definitely a, um, a broker will be able to help you to, to kind of decide where you're at with, with that type of things and what your risk tolerance is and things like that. So, you know, you wanna be assessing your savings factors at your current age and uh, when you're retiring and future lifestyle expense needs. So you want to, you want to decide on how you want to live, you know, in different instances and part of your, your, um, your life, different stages in your life. Savings is based on, um, percentages of pre-tax income. So usually with retirement savings, we think about, um, what our pre-tax income is. My philosophy on where you want to be when you retire is you want to be able to take money out of three pots, ideally. Okay. You want to be able to take money out of if you have a 401k that you've built up on and that you've worked on or an IRA, it, you know, some sort of an IRA SEP or rather anything. Those are all tax deferred account, which means that you get a benefit for it now because they're deductible on your tax return, but when you take the money out, it's going to be taxed at that point. Usually that works out for people because they're at a lower tax bracket when they retire as opposed to while they're working. So young people, I like to start them off with Roth IRAs because their tax bracket is pretty low and they don't really need the tax deduction. So we start off with a Roth IRA. 
And then they get to the point where there's a limit on income on Roth IRAs. So you're not allowed to contribute to a Roth once you reach a certain income level. The next stage I get with the young people is their 401k with their companies. So, you know, we, if we can do both together or we can do the Roth and then we can do the 401k, then that's usually what we do. So I like to start them off with Roth and do the Roth until they're not able to do it anymore. There's also something called a backdoor Roth IRA, which I use for highly compensated um, employers and employees, which we can discuss. That is a whole different video. So we can talk about that at a later time, but it's there. So that's usually where I start off young people. And then we move on as they get older and they start making more money and they need the tax deduction. Then we go into tax deferred account, which is, you know, pre-tax 401ks, SEP IRAs and, you know, traditional IRAs, simple IRAs, things like that. So, you know, you just want to make sure that you're who you're planning with your tax advisor and your investment advisor or your financial advisor. They are aware of all these things and they're talking to you about it. You want to make sure that they are competent people to be talking to you about it. So you want to have an overview. My job, what I, my passion is, is for you to have an overview. I'm not here to teach you how to be an expert on anything, but I'm here to teach you to have financial literacy. Literacy means you understand what's happening enough to ask questions and to dig in a little deeper if you want to understand a little bit more and so you can hire the right specialist to help you with it that's the that's what my job is that is what my passion is is to teach you how to have an overall understanding of all things within your financial life to make you financially well so you you're able to go to the right places and you know where to look and you know when to look because you're savvy enough that you understand okay I know where I'm at here, but I need to do this, this, and this. So I need to talk to this, this, and this person. So that's what my job is. That's what I want to teach you is, is how to be financially savvy in order to know where you can do things yourself and where you're going to need to hire a professional to do things. And one of the biggest things that we work with is retirement savings. And this can make or break your whole wealth picture, how you're building your wealth and understanding your wealth. So again, the, a, a tip is to always be reviewing your, your, your savings, understanding your savings est estimators. You don't have to have just one, one retirement account. You can have several accounts with several different places. I have several accounts. I do have a self-managed account that I um, try to work with. And I also have accounts that are managed by money managers or financial advisors. So, you know, you want to make sure that whatever fits with you and whatever you're comfortable with, that's what you're doing. But you, you want to understand the overall markets, the overall things that's happening. So you at least can have conversations with your expert advisors, your financial advisors, your tax planner, your tax advisor. So, you know, so then you can, you're making the right, um, questions. So you're, you're making the right um, decisions and you're asking the right questions. So how long 
you know, the other question is how long should I, my retirement savings last? So, you know, there's the 4% rule, you know, so if, you know, one of the rule of thumb is that helps guide retirees is the 4% rule, which, which can help you plan for roughly 30 years of retirement. These are sorts of kind of general guidance on, on, on guideposts as to how to compare your retirement portfolio and income needs. How can you catch up on retirement savings? If you are planning to retire later in life, you will need to budget aggressively to free up more of your money so that you are saving more because if you did not start off when you should have. The earlier that you start off, the, the, the better it is for you. So you definitely want to be able to, you know, start off as early. I wish someone had told me when I started working, you know, you should put $50 in a Roth IRA. I mean, imagine in the 90s, the 80s and 90s, if I was putting $50 a month on a, in a Roth IRA, because there's also something called dollar cost average. On average, the stock market does say is, is, is a lucrative place for you to put your investment on average, but you have to be in it for the long haul. You cannot be looking at it every time because it is, it, it can be volatile at times, but if you're looking at the validity of it, then you're always going to be nervous. So you have to be a long-term investor when it comes to your retirement savings. I mean, I'm not talking about day traders and things like that. That's a whole different job. But when it comes to savings for financial wellness and literacy within your own life, you have to be thinking long term. You have to be thinking of being in it for the long haul. And if you if 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 you follow dollar cost averaging, which means you put $50 in today, you put $50 in tomorrow, you know, you 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 put you know, whatever it is that, 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 because if you're putting in $50 today, you're buying low right now because the market is low. So, so you, you want to be able to do that. But you know, if you might've put $50 in last year when the market is high. So when you dollar cost average where you're at, you're not at the low point or you're not at the high point, you're somewhere in the middle, which is usually between 10 and 15%. So historically, that is how the stock market work. And if you're dollar cost averaging your money in it, you should not be worried about it. And if you have the right financial advisor that's working with you, that you start off when you're young being very aggressive because you are a long ways from retiring. And then you work into your account being, you know, less aggressive, aggressive as you move on. So that's a, that's a really good, good thing is to, is to make sure that you are dollar cost average. Don't get scared when the market is low, because actually that's the best time to buy. Other things that you need to look at for retirement savings is social security. Social security is a hot bed topic today. And us thinking about social security is you know, is something that we need to look at because um, that's also part of your retirement. So one of the ways to understand what Social Security you would be receiving at retirement age is they're usually sending you out statements with your Social Security and where uh, and so you understand where you're at. Now, depending on how old you are or what year you were born, there are different levels as to where you, you're retiring at so, with Social Security. So you need to 
make sure you go on the social security website, look at the calculators that they have there. They have a lot of calculators explaining where you're at register for social security online. So you can understand your account. You can see it online because a lot of the times we miss the stuff that comes in the mail. So we need to understand, um, we need to understand what part of social security will play in our retirement benefits when we do retire. So that's an important thing that we, we need to look at. So this is my first video on retirement savings. There will be many um, other videos on podcasts on retirement savings because it is an important part of our, our wealth building, our savings, thinking about where we're at and, you know, just making sure that, that we're doing the right things. And there's a, there's a, a lot of information out there and a lot of ways that we can, we have to do savings is all savings are not equal. So we want to make sure that we're doing the right thing at the right stage of our life. So all savings, all retirement savings, any kind of savings is not all equal. It equal, it's, you know, you, if you heard the parable from the Bible that the King gave his three sons, five shillings. So he gave his first son five shillings and said, you can do what you want to do with that. He gave the second son five shillings and he said, you can do what you want with that. Then he gave the third son the same thing and tell them to go out and do what they want with that. And they, they come back in a certain amount of time. Biblical times, I don't even know what, what that time is. But um, when they come back, he wants to know what they did with their shillings. So the first son, of course, he says, well, one life to live, basically, in Bible terms. Um, I went out and I enjoyed my five shillings because, you know, you just never know. So now I'm just begging on the streets because I don't have any money. Um, that's my interpretation of what he said. And then the second son's like, Dad, I was responsible. I buried my five shillings in the backyard. I did not want it to lose it, so I put it in the backyard and I left it there. And then the third son, he's like, okay, son, what did you do with your shillings? Where, where are your shillings? He's like, here are my five shillings and here are 20 more shillings I made from my five shillings. And I, he said, oh, son, how did you do that? He said, well, I took my five shillings and I bought two cows and a bull and that multiplied into 20 cows with I don't know how many bulls. And I sold them and I made 20 more shillings. So I have 25 shillings. So my goal, my, um, my passion is to teach you how to go from five shillings to 25 shillings. Because if you are holding on to the five shillings that you have in five to 10 years or even in a year with inflation and everything else that's happening, you are losing money. So your five shillings is not five shillings later. So you need to make sure that you're investing your money, you're investing correctly in things, retirement savings, real estate, whatever it is that you're investing in, you're getting a return on your investment. Of course, long-term, but you're getting your return on, on your investments. So. Like I said, this is the first of many on retirement savings and how to save on um, to build your wealth of many videos. So make sure that you continue to watch, you subscribe and like my videos and keep asking the questions that you want to learn more about. This is Sharon, the Modern Savvy CPA. See you next time with another savvy topic.